It does not require the physical eyes to know the beloved within. It is the inner vision of love that journeys the son home to the father. Thank you, beloved. Beloved of my heart, dear one, I thank you for making it possible for me to be here today. I speak to you of love, of love within your heart. For as I speak to you today, I want you to feel who you really are. You are the beloved. You are the word. You are the living being of all that is. You are the sun, the S-U-N, the light of all that is, the presence of the Father. I want to start with a very simple statement. Ye are gods. This was a statement made by a sweet and sweet precious brother, radiant one, nearly 2,000 years ago. But when he made that statement, it was not to talk about mythology. It was not to talk about a pedestal. It was not to talk about an ideology. It was not to talk about a philosophy. It was not to talk about a label. It was none of those things. He was reminding the beloved here, in each and every one that he saw in front of him, ye are the future co-creator of all that is. You are the similitude and the likeness, the light, in the physical here itself. You are the beloved here. You are the light, the sun, that has come on a journey for creator all that is, all being, the father, not gender. The universes, the open-ended universes, infinite, infinite, infinite. The divine sun universe is infinite, infinite, infinite. And the divine mother universe is known as the Shekinah, or the Holy Spirit universe is infinite, infinite, infinite. That will always bring the sun, the precious light, the divine facet, the spark of all that is, in whatever, ever you be physical or unmanifest state, home in due course, to a more expanded level. He was preparing the way for a very, very young species to awaken. The species is known as the future Adamic species, or the Adam Cadmon for those who understand the Kabbalah. It was to assist and to start a process here. In this process, it must be now understood, and many of you have, as you have awoken, beloved, you have realized that you have let so much of what we call the density go in this physical consciousness. For you see, dear ones, you and millions and millions more are about to do something so splendid, so beautiful, so magnificent. You are about to bring the Son home to the Father in each and every one of your hearts. So as I talk to you today, I ask that you do not so much listen to the concepts that I will convey, not so much to the intellectual perception that you may have come from. It does not matter what path, what journey you have taken. It is to ask you now to feel, to feel, to feel within your heart that divine consciousness that you are, as you have been awakening, 
and yes, of course, to say with compassion to each and every one of you, you have come down the many paths. You have come from the many perceptions. You have come from the many ideologies, some none. But it is now, we may say, immaterial in many respects. Not to deny, and I will be the first always, to acknowledge every beloved path on this earthly planet in the search for the beloved. No matter whether it is an ideological concept, a religious, a metaphysical, a philosophical. Again, listen to what I am saying, beloved. These are concepts. Concepts because that is how humanity has worked in its journey, in its understanding of a physical manifestation, for this is a physical universe. This is a verbal planet, as we will say. All that has happened is that the Beloved, the incarnating divine spark in its billions of facets, the one diamond, went on a journey. Split off into billions of facets on many levels, not just here. Not just this planet, but the universe on many levels. You may say that you as a beautiful diamond came in and you split off as unity in diversity. Listen to the word. The diversity of the sparks, the diverse nature of all that is. Look at the diversity that was presented in, we may say, the geophysical terms of this sweet and precious planet. This beautiful mother who presented this body to accommodate this experience for the future co-creators, for the future Adamic principles or the Adamic man the great being, the similitude, and the physical image of all that is God, prime source, unified field theories, it does not matter what you call them anymore. It is again that consciousness that is awoken within each and every one of your hearts, that you are love here, that you are love now journeying in full consciousness. You have many of you in your search and in your awakening at times had a bit of a shock. Some of you were not too amused when you were working very early in the 1980s and some even earlier. But again it was to help you to release the fixed programs of consciousness here engendered in this physical planet. Now listen to what I am saying to you. You would come in as the divinity. You would come in as the divine consciousness of all that is, as sparks of the divine, whether you call it electric sparks, it is again just a, a word. But you would choose to descend and project yourself into a physical manifestation to experience for your macrocosmic levels. From many universes, from many systems, from many galaxies, it is immaterial of how we... It is open-ended consciousness of love on many levels, all that is. So this is what would take place. Now in the journey, it was always known that there would probably be an unknown quantity as this journey would take place. We have competition. But I'm certain they are singing with us here. In coming through from the macrocosmic consciousness, you would go into what we call the void, the void of unknowing, even the cloud of unknowing into that mystical realm of not knowing 
fully what it is in physical manifestation. Again, the preparation had been prepared from your higher levels, for you from the macrocosmic levels from whence you descended. From the greater all that is, from God, from Source. To know what it was like to experience the diversity of manifest state itself. And that was, again, this beautiful, we may say, just in this concept alone with this planet. This sweet and precious Gaia. With her diverse nature. With her diverse kingdoms. Look at the kingdoms. The earth, fire, air and water kingdoms, the salamanders. The undines, the sylph, the gnomes. The kingdoms of the beautiful mineral kingdoms. The mineral kingdoms. The crystal energy. The receiver, the transmitter that is going to sing to the unknown on another level from the macrocosmic consciousness to the micro that you are going to descend into. To keep you in touch with source. To act as the receiver and the transmitter of love. To guide these divine souls. These facets that are going to ensoul themselves in consciousness here. To experience and to bring through something so magnificent. To bring through a physical species to an expanded level of consciousness. I am that about to happen. And of course the beautiful diverse nature of the lungs of this sweet guy, this mother, who has accommodated. Look at her. Look at her greens, her verdant nature. Look at what she has provided for this. You are part of this. It is part of you on every level. And then the wonderful animal kingdoms. Look at the kingdoms of the animals. And two animals I will bring through very clearly. Specifically, perhaps. One, the wild part of ourselves, called the jungle cat. The lion that roars with its untamed energy. And then the domesticated cat. From the wild to the tame. And look at the domesticated cat. What does this little one show? It shows self-independence. It gets its food. It loves to be stroked. It loves all of it. But when it has had enough, what does it do? Up, fix the tail, and off it goes. So what was that mirror for you? That would present for you to remember in due course. The mirror was not to get caught up in codependency. To realize that you are self-contained beings, but that you can share with each other and enjoy each other. That was a beautiful message that we put into place from the higher realms. And then another sweet brother that would be presented. The untamed wolf. Untamed. But then the domestic part of this sweet creature would be unconditional love. The faithful, the loyal brother that sits and looks at you. That you may share your feelings with because you could not again emotionally share with others. Where you would look at that dear one and see the love. And even comment. You understand me. You love me. But there was no argument about it. Again the reflective mirror of unconditional love but not to become codependent. Not to become codependent. So the journey has been quite a journey. For the highest species then would start to present 
where this is going to be the preparation for the divine Adam itself. Even before, and I have talked and many of you may have understood what I am saying here, before you would fully descend from ethereal consciousness into the full density of the physical matter existence through this physical being, the highest form of the animal kingdom, man, not quite human yet, but man that is going to be God-man or angel-man becoming itself, the perfected Adam itself. But before then, as you would watch these kingdoms taking off, beloved, you would have fun. How would you have fun? Many of you are having memories as you have been awakening of, we may talk about animal tokenism, shamanism. How many of you have identified with a bear, with the wolf, with the eagle, with the bird tribe, with many, many of the animal kingdoms? Why? Now, we are not just going back to the North American indigenous tribes or anything like that where you roamed free at a certain stage on many civilizations. But we're going back before the advent of man itself. You shape-shifted. You wanted to experience what it was like to be an eagle one moment, so you connected your consciousness. And of course you flew. And you felt the density, even as you flew, you knew there was a weight. You tried many things. You were having such fun, you said, I am now ready to fully, fully engender into the physical. And you did. You came in as a group consciousness on one level. We may say the beginning of the hunter-gatherer series. That is what was taking place. There was a sharing. There was, again, you would look and you would even choose as part of this experience that you would split the cell and you would say, now let us see an experience duality for that is creator in its manifest state. After the one comes the two. And there you are, the yin and the yang, the Adam and the Eve, the masculine and the feminine, the duality, about to experience yourself and to know yourself reflectively outside of yourself. In the process, we may say that as you became more aware of yourself in self-consciousness from, we may say, the hunter-gatherer groupings, again, you worked in necessity. And at the time when you gathered together, the necessity was because there was a rather large wildy beastie on this planet known as the dinosaur age. Now something had to give in due course. For you see, this most incredible manifestation, this species known as Adam, must be protected at all costs. It must be. For it is going to be the future vehicle for Creator to marry. It is going to be the future physical manifestation for Creator, creator to awaken in the physical. That is what this was about. So, of course, you were given further self-conscious to protect yourself. Survival of the fittest. Again, if it was not yum, 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 then they would see you as ants. So, of course, we had to protect. You had agreed to this. You, from the great all that is, are very aware of the kingdoms here and how important they are as part of creative consciousness as well. Now, in this process, we will say to you, 
that as you became more aware of your self-consciousness, so this is where the self-egoic level took off. The egoic level. Some will even call it the separation. I'm not specifically talking about the fall at this moment. It was the egoic level that were into what we call me or self. For you started to see each other in separation. You forgot that you were unity in diversity. Completely forgot, and this is to be honored. For this was, again, the journey into the void. Creator has always known its beloved would fully integrate with it. That it would awaken in the beloved, the lover and the beloved coming together. So, what takes place? We then have and go through a process of what we call reflective imaging, reflective method. Adam, again, he thinks he is missing things, his part called Eve. She is appears to be separate from him in a physical manifestation of female or yin form. Beloved Eve, she also thinks that she is missing her part called Adam. And so she starts to look for her Adam outside, forgetting she is the one that is split into two, that all has split. It's simply the self, but not necessarily the consciousness. But it does not matter. For, again, would it not have been boring? If originally, before even as we incarnated, when we first started, we came through as the hermaphrodite. That is why for many of you who have been fascinated with the mystical schools, with the Greek consciousness, from way back of seeing the hermaphrodite, it was again the oneness that was not quite ready to split off into the two. But would it not have been a little boring? just to keep re-procreating yourself all the time. You said, if I may use the expression, beloved, then let's go for it. So you split off, physically as well, and you looked at each other, and you tried to remember union through each other. And this is what we call the great emotional energies, or the emotional levels. E equals mc squared took off at last. Our beloved brother, Einstein, got it beautifully and started to twig just before he left. So, of course, this was energy and mass coming together at last, and you chose to what we call stay in situ for a while in this process. You created as part of your experience fixed concepts, fixed programs, perceptional judgments that many will call it, perceptional ideas, even to the degree I am right and you're wrong. Again, all perfection. Why? Now, in this journey, you have become a very emotional animal. You as creator in the microcosm as the divine sparks have wanted to feel, feel, feel. So you said, let's go down. Let's fall in love. You fell in love. You fell, you fell, you fell. And yes, you had a little help from some cosmological experiences, but we don't need to go into that. We're here now. And so in that process, it was trying to awaken. It was called collective amnesia. Humanity forgot, or the souls rather, forgot who they really were. Forgot from whence they had come now and then they would have what we call a God or a spiritual experience. When in actual fact it was God who has chosen 
Because in choosing to undertake this journey, there were fixed programs presented for you. And you became, generationally speaking, part of those fixed programs. Where do we call them? Consciousness memory programs? Grids? Programs? It, again, they are simply words. They are simply labels. But in that process, beloved, every time the soul would, re would incarnate here, it would be immediately caught up in a program which it has got to try and awaken again. And of course, it had become so dense after a while. The emotionality, for why? Why? Because you chose even to shut down from your higher levels of your receivers from your central source. Whether you call it the Colob, the Pleiade Orion complex, it does not matter, the central sun is one of the It was your source that was scaring you, but in the process, you were also in solar cycles, sometimes at a disadvantage, as regards the density or the darkness of the programs of humanity at the time. There is no judgment here. So, you would choose to work from your heart chakra down. The base chakra, security, the foundations. Now, when we say this, these three chakras are vital to be firmed up and to be strong for you to take what we call the quantum leap, as we will say, to your higher level. So most of humanity were working, and including you, dear hearts, working from what we call your base chakra, which was security, fear about your money, fear about your property, fear about your children, listen to that. Again, a basic energy. Remember the survival of the species. The egoic survival was very strong to protect your physicality on all levels. And of course, you are the future co-creator, but in also coming in and experiencing what we call the highest form of the animal kingdom, you quite naturally were involved in the procreative cycle. For that is the animal species, and it is to be honored, this is the physicality of creator in the animal, or what we call the lower a carnal self, the five senses, the me, my body to sate my body and satisfy constantly. So even in your relationship, emotionally, you would choose and you would look for that love you are within, the beloved, outside of yourself. And of course, this has been the challenge for humanity of not fully understanding why perhaps the perfect marriage could not always take place. The reason being, beloved, is that every single divine spark is in this earthly complex. Solar system, creations, are unique. No one but no one can feel through your heart, beloved. No one but no one can see through your eyes, beloved. Because you're unique. You are a unique vibration, yes. You are the unity, the oneness, which is that resonance in diversity. But the diversity is so phenomenal that of course every time you would look for a beloved outside of yourself, you would create an image of what you knew within. So you would fall in love with the image, with the illusion. And so of course every time the dear one did not quite fit your illusion, what would happen? All hell would break loose. 
it would immediately, rather than realizing you had created the image of yourself, you had created your fantasies outside of yourself. Yes, you felt the biological attraction. Of course you did. This is to be experienced. This is part of the kingdom here. And it is most honored and natural for that process to take place. But of course, you would then want that beloved to be perfection. True love, perfection, does not dictate. True love, perfection, I am that, does not threaten. True love, perfection, does not scold or hurt or harm or hate. True love is called compassion. The companion of true passion is true love. Not me, but the beloved die. I am that is the true love that chose to experience what it was like and is like to experience in physicality. You are enough. So of course you got so caught up with your sexual chakras. Again the cetacean and the complete what we call procreative cycle of wanting to repeat your egoic levels. The replication of yourself, even in consciousness. Well, my grandfather did it. My father did it. I did it. Therefore, son, you're going to do it. Do you understand what I'm saying here, beloved? These were the programs, and they must be honored. Again, this is why I always say to all of you, dear ones, honor the parents that you came through. For at that time, that soul was simply in a conditioning or a patterning. And unless the soul was ready to awaken, it can be again a challenge to awaken in such density. And may I say that this is the densest planet in this solar system. And if you guys can get it, then the whole of the solar universe can get it, dear hearts. At last. As the solar plexus. And the solar plexus is seat of power. That is the commitment and the will in due course. But it normally holds and stores the emotions. For you were working so emotionally by then, humanity was in its emotions. Each was empty, squared, so powerful, so powerful. The emotions are so strong that even if you were to remember as a small child, perhaps something, or a brother or a, a family member would say something to you that was hurtful. And it may have been a constant little ribbing of some sort, because the dear one did not know who they were either. So, of course, you would shove it down rather than look at it, and so you would store it in your seat of emotions, your solar plexus. And that is why, for many of you, as you have been awakening, beloved, you have been releasing huge emotions. Look at the emotions with the dramas. The dramas with your relatives, with your lovers, with your family, with your work scenarios. You know, at last you were following your heart rather than the perception of somebody else that you were playing a role for. All the world's a stage. And you have thoroughly enjoyed being the player. What a drama. What a drama. What is happening now, beloved? Again, as we said, the falling in love was from your heart chakra, dear one. So, of course, most of the time you're what you considered love. Again, not to negate the beautiful male and the female of the oneness of all that is. But again, the programs were getting very stuck in the emotions. So stuck that creator was getting a little what we call yawning. 
on another level. At the same time, you are very, very smart because you planned to be here for this moment of time, not just in this room, but from roughly, we may say, the 1930s onwards. You came in like you, you couldn't wait to get here. We said, all right, something is taking place here. Why? Because one, this little planet was reaching the end of what we call the precession of the equinoxes. The zodiacal cycle, that some people call it, again, coming full circle and would be closest to its central source. Most of the time, for about 24,000 years, we would say, this planetary or solar consciousness is in the dark, and that's why the programs are so strong. To awaken in the dark is quite a challenge, and only a few have been able to do it. But you are now being given an opportunity, for it is not just this cycle. It is not just a 36,000-year cycle. It is not. It is a 200,000-year cycle. Why? Because in cosmological terms, it was, we will say, the beginning at the time of the end or the beginning of the fall originally on cosmological levels. And they have now been wrapped up on another level. And that's why it's all systems go. You're it. You are the final base that it's taking off from. In the physical, at last, creator can bring through this organic principle that it has desired so much, this perfected, or Adam Cadmon is taking the next level, the Adam. You chose to come in right at the end, at the zenith of what we call in between two world wars. Mankind on one level, in its primitive conditioning, in its patterning, in its, its programming, destructive, not knowing it is the beloved, still not able to fully awaken. You chose to come in, for you knew at a particular stage the whole thing would come through. You knew that your source would say, all systems go, the Christ is returning to Earth. The Buddha, or the Krishna, the consciousness, of spirit, I am that coming through. At last the awakening. So of course, beloved, we understand. We understand with such compassion what you have been releasing, what you have let go of. And we say thank you, and yes, you wrote the scripts as well. Because even in some of the journeys that you've undertaken, it has been bewildering for you in this incarnation. Why did I come into an abusive scenario? Why did my parents not love me? Why did my... And of course it has been bewildering because you were fully not yet awake. But we must say to you very clearly that you agreed as great emissaries of light to come here and undertake this incredible awakening through your physicality, through releasing the emotional programming, through releasing the mental constructs or the intellectual paradigm. You agreed. Because love in your heart was going to be the awakening. It was the beloved, the troubadour of joy awakening within you. Not from so much the intellectual. I should, I can't, I think I ought, I must. But the I feel, I know because I am that. Look at what has taken place for many of you. You followed your heart. And yes, we can say in your local family scenarios all hell broke loose. And of course, some of your dear ones did not understand, for they were not yet conscious. But you agreed, beloved. 
you agreed you were going to be the light workers. The star seeds, the star helpers. Doesn't matter what you call them, the beacons of light here, incarnate. Because the only way home to the beloved is to be the beloved, not talk about it. It's not about gurus anymore. It's not about methodologies or techniques or ideologies. Again, listen to what I am saying. I acknowledge and I honor every journey to find the beloved. But beloved, you have arrived. And of course, the programs have been released to awaken you that you can let go of what we call your paradigms of fear. Your programs of fear about how are you going to manage and all of this. And I am here to support you, to encourage you further to look at this one. To firm up this wonderful, what we call base from what leap into the open-ended love consciousness of all that is. Into the universal brotherhood of light. From many levels, the multidimensional consciousness coming through so beautifully for many of you. You have been hearing our little signals coming to you. Many ways, different ways, woken up early in the morning. Finding your eating habits have changed. Even to the degree at times also of wondering when you are looking at something or somebody and talking to them. You suddenly, your mouth drops open and you cannot remember a thing. You cannot remember their name. You look at them because why? We will tell you why. Because we are erasing and you are choosing to allow the relinquishing of old programs which are historical consciousness. You are now post-historic. And of course, all these intellectual concepts of how we perceive ourselves are prehistoric. I have a sweet brother called Snowflake in the audience who always loves it when I say this. I say there's a wonderful way to get over that what we call maybe emotional embarrassment that you may feel at that moment in time when you cannot remember who you are speaking to and what you are saying. I will give you a little tip. If you call everybody the beloved, you never have to worry about their name. What a way to reprogram this new consciousness or this expanded consciousness because you are moving out of self-consciousness into expanded consciousness taking place in each and every one. You are the multidimensional beloved on all levels. Your overselves are coming in. They are claiming you on many levels. And that is why many of you have been getting little what we call messages and some of you have been so beautifully bringing in beautiful uh, channeling from the Ascended Brotherhood, parts of yourself who sent you in to undertake a journey, plus you are also in a mastery consciousness as well. For not only did you choose to come in at for this moment in time, you also chose as souls, unique souls, from your many realms of whether we call them your galactic, your universal, your galaxies, it does not matter. You chose that you would represent and it says, on a little planet called Gaia, or Sweet Mother Earth. You agreed you would do this, for you are also, beloved, the biofeedback for these other galaxies who are going to get the ripple effect and the spin-off through you. And that is why, at times, it has been bewildering for you. Sometimes you have wondered why you will wake up one morning, and you will feel great one day, and the next moment you are saying, I feel dreadful, I don't know what's wrong, what is happening? There are many levels. Your multidimensional levels are trying to align with you. 
So, of course, one part of yourself, a facet, is maybe trying to get its act together. And you are the physical, so that is the only way ascension can take place. It's through physical consciousness, being in the physical and being conscious that you are resurrecting or transcending to another level. That is the... And this little planet is taking it en masse through many of you. You have agreed to be the critical mass. That is what is taking place. You may have said, I don't remember, you know, when we made, made the comments about contacts. One dear brother said, I don't remember any contact. And a very succinct reply came from a great master who said he did not read the fine print. <laughs> this little brother is sitting right in front of you, so I can assure you that there was quite a fight at the time from the egoic level. Far from amused. Anyhow, dear heart, what we want to say to you is that it is very important now that you look at further. You have again agreed to undertake this. You are doing splendidly and we have come to honor, to support you and to love you. To say how proud we are. In every sense of the word. You don't know, and of course it is impossible because you are in what we call a limited or a confined concept here. What we feel from the, what we call more expanded level. You have a wonderful ascended brotherhood working with you. I will not give their names, but they are part the I am presence or the electronic fields of light, for they are all facets of the divine, just as you are. And this is why I say to everyone, let go of labels. No labels are necessary anymore. Even if you may connect with your beloved brothers uh, in the ascended brotherhood, from the great white brotherhood and beyond the archangelic celestial, please understand, you are from these realms. Don't be overawed. Yes, of course. Appreciate the gifts and their assistance, for only they can assist you. Because in coming into this void, in some respects, there is a density that is so strong that you cannot work your way out of the maze through an egoic level. It can only be done through the surrender and allowing for the beloved I am that. Now, in this process, I want to bring through and to convey a sweet brother who I started off with, who said, all was perverted to him, ye are gods. Now, as I asked him, would he please convey to me further in my journey as it took place, what he meant by this. He simply said, you are love, the beloved itself incarnate here. You are the similitude and the likeness of all that is, and you will awaken in physical realms of consciousness on many, many levels. You are not just here on this little planet here. You are a multifaceted, multidimensional over-self with many levels. He said, bear in mind, and this was a beautiful journey, and a beautiful gift that he gave to me. He said, please understand what some people call reincarnation does not really exist. Well, of course, I was fascinated. Now, not to negate the mythology of looking for reincarnation. Again, bear in mind, it was appropriate for, you see, reincarnation can only exist in linear concepts. It can only exist in historical concepts. You are now post-historical. So I am even encouraging many dear ones, and I know that you dear ones here, and that is why my audiences do not need to be huge. But I am not there to accommodate the regression therapies, again, not to dishonor the, what we call the stepping stones and the ABC blocks that people will go through. 
But you, dear ones, have worked on other levels and gone through your many paths in letting go of your emotional baggage. Choosing to serve and directly understand the will of the Father, not gender, but your higher self. Not from the, what we call, intellectual levels anymore. You are choosing to let, you have been down the workshops, you have been the workshop junkie. You have done again, all to be honored. Some of you will conduct them, and of course they will assist many, many dear ones. But you now are the graduates coming through. You are leaving the kindergarten, and we are here now to support you completely at quantum leap. When Jeshua talked about reincarnation, and of course the beloved, another great master, Kutumi spoke to me and gave me the whole understanding. Now, of course, I always say, in everything I can say to any dear one, remember they are concepts as well. So I'm giving it to you in conceptual frameworks. You do not have to accept, just take what you feel feels comfortable for you because you are feeling, not so much thinking. So let us even bypass the intellectual mind. What is taking place and how may I explain it? You are a facet from a souling of, let us say, for want of a better expression, 144 parts now. Erna, here you are, beloved. You have come from a soul. You are one facet. But you are, instead of the one, the beginning of one, you are down to the 144, we may say. What has happened? In your previous soul faceting they came on a journey for the monad, for the oversoul. They didn't quite awaken, so they did not fully complete. Another facet comes in from that soul, holding that memory pattern as well. So of course it has a memory, so it holds the genetic, what we call historical patterning of the soul's experience. By the time you come in, beloved, you are holding the collective experience of the soul, the monad, and that is why many of you, as you have been awakening, have had memory keys. Some of you, and absolutely, I, you know, I totally accommodate, you're holding the collective souling of Earth as well. So it's not just multi-dimensional, multi it's linear as well. So in that process, you do have memories of Joan of Arc. You do have memories of Guinevere. You do have memories, and of course, some of them are great archetypal energy keys coming in to assist you to awaken as well. And that's why one moment you may feel that Lancelot within you. The next minute you may feel that Guinevere. The next minute that Joan of Arc, and of course the Martyrs. Again, the many roles. The many roles, the dark and the light. Bear in mind, we're carrying all of them. So we're holding it in what we call collective consciousness in our souling. I'm just giving to you a, what we call a smaller monarch. Now, these are almost like director's boards. And you bet you remember JC and all the guys. Ah. You bet you do. Been there, done that, worn a t-shirt as well. So what we're saying to you now is there is only one way oh, we ask you to consider more than anything else. You come down the many tracks, the many journeys, the many deliberations. You have let go, but normally of what we 
but we are now very aware that there is a an intellectual not so much but the mental body is very strong you have been moving in and of course being post-historic you have now moved in to what we call the fourth level the fourth level is from the heart taking you through but it's a small because you are still aware that you're physical on one level so your physicality is still very strong so you have one foot in the third and in the third dimension as we say which is the physical dimension of i should i can't i think i ought i must or programs of limitation again collective choices of experience and one foot in the fourth which is that feeling of the heart wanting to take you through whereby the sun the beloved the soul is being steered by the ascended or what we call the monadic realm of the i am presence as i will call it this is so important many of you have been wrapping up beautifully these emotional levels we are aware the tests are coming for you now in the mental programming again what happens you start to feel something and you know you ought to do something and you feel that great joy and then suddenly shut up i can't because i haven't got the money i think because again some old little gremlin creeps in and we are saying we understand that with compassion for to break through these programs you have the willingness and this is why we are saying now let us birth you let us be your midwives we are your ascended your celestial your archangelic your i am and the reason why i have raised this beautiful brother jc as i will call him i have to call him that is because he went direct to his i am presence when he was incarnate here now when he came in he awoke he in no way contravened any universal laws here he had to come in as a bit this was an incredible consciousness keep coming in to present and to open earth to a fourth level of consciousness 2000 years ago it doesn't matter what took place it is historical it is immaterial what he did was vital as a consciousness impetus the christ the buddha or the krishnic impetus they have come in at various stages there have been great ones in civilizations and cultures that have come in at a certain stage to stand man even intellectually and to get him more expanded in consciousness even intellectual consciousness but he came and what he did was he showed that you too are the same as he he awoke he went on journeys he connected with vortex why did he connect with vortex because he had also become aware of the crystalline energy here the keys that had been keyed in at the time of atlantis at the time of tack at the time of lemoya these were souls that had come in at various stages awoken left ascended but left energy grids so that they those who were ready could tap in that's why the mystery schools took off until people were ready they were not going to be connected they had to show that surrender and that willingness and commitment and of course most of humanity even when they awaken and dabble with spirituality they are still not quite ready to let go because the programs are so fixed and it is based most of the time in historical concepts on theological or intellectual programming and that again is understood 
He called in as he was here his I am presence. He explained to me how he did it. He said it was a court. Use it, Francis. Tell him to use it. It is an actual physics consciousness key. It is your electronic planes of light because until you call us, we cannot interfere. Sometimes we will override particular souls because there is certain contact. But generally speaking, we must honor the soul to awaken of its own volition. For the soul, for the son to awaken and start calling in the father through the mother. I said, explain further. He said, the mother is your heart. The mother is your feeling, intuitive energy. That's the mother. The mother is also your nurture, nature and creation. Your father is the unmanifest state and you are the son, the light of all that is. He said, the mother, love, the father will came together to nurture the light and thus the sun was born. The light, the love of all that is, was born. So he said, what this means, he said, is the only way you can go into a conscious transition of consciousness in the physical to ascend, to resurrect, to engender and to connect with your divine realms of consciousness physical levels is through the I am presence, your electronic fields that you call your ascended brotherhoods that also are part of this. He said, I had the beloved Christ Maitreya that I was being steered by. He said, they have difficulty pushing through. But he said, it has played its part even for dear ones to say, open this. But he said, we are further along the track now. It is to go beyond that to the I am presence, to the chairman when he was here. He said, I never tried to mix it intellectually. Here I am. I am, as again, even in what I am saying, appear to be a very worrisome thorn in the sides of my dear brothers because I am trying to steer them, even as I awaken, I am being used to steer them away from the mosaic or the consciousness. He said, which was based on the fear of Jehovah. He said, at the time, Moses played a significant role as a soul, and it was important. Why? For he said, up until the new, what we call Testament time, or what we call the new beginning, the recovenant process that would take place, humanity as a collective soul were young. They were inexperienced. They were children. They had been also, again, had some unfortunate situations where they had been a hijack on other levels of their uh, what we call divinitization. The blueprint was always there, but they were sidetracked, and of course they were not seen from higher levels uh, through cosmological reasons, he said. I won't go into that. Many of you would understand that. But what they're saying here is that it then required at least some impetus to come in every so often, and what we call hold the stick and the carrot, as we were saying, or the carrot and the stick. And Moses did it beautifully. Dyslexia as well. And Moses did it beautifully, because at the time that soul was very aware in its mystical consciousness through its journey in the Egyptian mystical uh, uh, schools of what this was about, and it come to undertake something, and to take and to release what he called the Israel, the true souls, from the what we call the confinement at the time. There are many levels of this journey of Moses. 
Now, in this process, what we are saying to you, when he came in, he then immediately challenged dear ones who were getting caught up in fixed ideas, even to the state where you can't heal on a Sunday and all this, uh, again, uh, control that was taking place. Usury in the, in the temples and all sorts of things. Again, a complete intellectual hijack based on very master time. Again, the yang was very predominant because the physical was so powerful that the physical on all levels was controlling on this little planet. Everything was about physicality. Yang must be honored, for it is physical. Yin is spirit, intuition, consciousness. It is more that feminine, and it is feminine, feeling or Holy Spirit level. So Holy Spirit was not able to get in a lot of the time. So what does he do? He makes a comment, basically, that why would you kill a little lot? This is one of God's creatures. Oh, we must give, you know, in fear of God, in his dear heart, if that is what, you know, again, he was being, he was being channeled, we may say. The great Maitreya, the great Christ was speaking through him. Yes, he was awakening and probably he put his foot in it a few times. Like all of us have at certain stage. Because the ego is so strong. You look at what takes place when a lot of people awaken, they walk. But again, we've been down there, done that, worn the t-shirt. Again, no one needs to do that anymore. Love is the greatest conversion. Being the love is the greatest conversion. So, of course, he would say, you know, my God is a God of love, of compassion. And, of course, at the time it wasn't quite appreciated. But what he did do was show resurrection. That was the significant role that he played. He allowed his blood crystals to also interact with the blood crystals of Mother Earth, for everything is based on tetrahedral physics as well. There are many, many levels of sacred geometry here as well to involved with uh, what is taking place in unified field theories or what we call multidimensionality of greater all that is, as we would say. God. Now in this process, what we want to say to you, he then awoke to his I am presence or to the ascended brotherhood. And they started to work with him. It required him to relinquish the ego, listen to the word, the separated ego, for the true meaning of is ego. The actual true interpretation of ego is I am, the divine I am itself. I am that. I am. Now in this process, as he started to call in, and it was known for him at the time as what we call the Father, for that was the unmanifest state. That was the unmanifest state that he could not see, so of course it was called, because he knew that the mother was the divine holy spirit, the Shekinah coming through. He was awakening to love. That was what was taking place. And then he was told, Joshua, 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 let go of the ego. Don't try to intellectualize from your own intellectual paradigm. Don't do it. For it is ego, for again ego pos is a posturing consciousness. I'm right, you're wrong, and never the twain shall meet. For it again, it is about imagery of how we perceive each other in our separative consciousness, forgetting that we were unity in diversity. In that process, it required him, he said, to keep calling in the beloved, as he said. And that was the means that he left. Two keys that I will give to you. I and my father are one. I am the open door that no man can shut. Now what he meant by that, when he said, I and my father one, he knew that he was the micro of the macro and the macro of the micro. So he simply let go of his limited 
perceptions. In his frustrations, whatever it was based on emotional concept has been an emotional planet. And he just allowed the beloved to download through him the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, the outpouring of the divine I am electronic realms of consciousness. The ascended celestial and archangelic brotherhoods came in and started to use it as an instrument just as many of you and just this dear one is simply an instrument for the office of the Christ for I am is also connected or part of the office of the Christ or the office of the Christ is part of the I am presence I adhere to no what we call a program of any sort I come down from no part I have no labels for I am is all there is what he did was he kept calling it in and this is what we want to talk to you about. When he said, I am the open door that no man can shut, I said, now, beloved, I need to explain this more, sweet brothers here. He said, well, basically it means you are aware that you are the beloved incarnate here. You know you're in a limited consciousness emotionally and mentally because of the four lower bodies that are so strong here. For that is what has kept humanity in this program until it was ready to take it to another level, or the souls to another level in physicality. Now he said in that process, you are aware then you are in what we call a, almost like a no man's land. You, again, it appears to be, it's illusion, he said on another level. For everything, there is nothing wrong with the physical. He said you are here to physically resurrect, to physically ascend in consciousness through the physical. He said what has caught and created the, uh, what we call the imagery, is the illusion about that physical, the fear of losing your body, the fear of me, he is, the Father is the divine will, thy will, Father, not my will. Now this is why, for many of you, we are encouraging you now, you have pushed through so much, but the little will is still trying to grip you by how am I going to manage with the money, how am I, do you see what we're saying, you're being scared by the levels. They are trying to get through you very strongly, but every now and then you shut down. Because you go back and you try to go into enough of prehistoric consciousness. We're saying it won't work. Let it go. It gets harder for you. That is why you will see and you will be very aware of the polarization that is taking place on this planet. But you are in the process of repolarizing. You are balancing your masculine, your fair. Many mm, female, many of you gone into the healing concepts outside of yourselves with your male and your female. You've started to meet each other on a totally, in, again, in the male-female relationship. But you're now, we are certain, encouraging you to walk side by side, not in codependencies anymore. Don't be codependent with your animals. Let them go as well, dear heart. They're lovely. But they came to undertake and to show you love. Not for you to, because you had difficulty coping with your own species. You now must come into your own understanding of your species. In unconditional love. To honor effort, not buy into it. Because perception is, again, illusionary most of the time. It's based on judgment through the egoic or separated ego. What we are saying to you. The open door that no man can shut is to realize that I'm here in the physical. I know I'm the beloved. I'm a soul experiencing in a physical vehicle, beloved. And that being the case, let the soul be steered by the presence. You hide of the fear, of the illusions, of the mayhem, of the Armageddon, but the Armageddon can only take place within. When people say to me about Armageddon, I say, beloved, the Armageddon is within. What you feel within, you'll see without. 
it's mirror consciousness. It's reflective imagery, always. So if you see hate, then it's within you. If you, with compassion, see and understand fear, and even that fear within yourself, then it's the compassion of understanding the programs, not in judgment, of understanding that you are simply still releasing maybe now and then some of your inner child, your wounded child, your cellular child, your emotional child, your mental child. These are just concepts of energy shifting through you, beloved. So when the mind tries to come in and shut you down, again, ignore it, beloved. It's an intellectual programming. It no longer exists. It's linear. You're out of history. You're out of time and into flow, beloved. Let us bring you into flow. That is why we're saying, let us midwife you. The open door that no man can shut means you're aware of what even fears might come up for you, but don't hang on to them. Don't indulge them. Let them come through with love. Embrace your fears. Face it and embrace it. Embrace every part of you. You're, you are your duality, beloved. You're it. And you'll only see duality if you have it within, outside of yourself. Once you realize you're the oneness of love, then you'll have that compassion as you look at a brother, not in judgment. You know that they are the beloved in front of you. You're looking at the divine spark here. Go and raise yourselves above the consciousness of most of the collective humanity that sees itself in separation. These are still your brothers. Love the dear brothers in the medical profession instead of constantly, uh, you know, what do we say, uh, giving them a difficult time simply because you've woken up to holistic concepts. Who do you think they are? They are you. All that's happening is some, the old and the new are coming together. And of course the old has difficulty giving way to the new. If you are in a death and a birth at exactly the same time and you're in the middle, right in the middle but we're saying to you beloved the bridge is firm because we're saying call us in you don't have to do anything other than to surrender and allow even the word surrender indicates you're letting something go all that's happening is you're becoming revelation you're revealing the beloved that's always been here you're here now there is no longer the necessity to go down to all the books, all the meditations. They have played their part. And yes, of course, if dear ones want to come in in what we call communities of light, but not in codependency, dear ones. Be self-empowered within yourselves, not for one dear brother to ask you what the meditation went like in a group. That is not. This is called kindergarten stuff. When you come into that connection with your higher self, it is most sacred. Nobody can feel what you've just experienced. And of course, the ego takes off, and of course, everybody's comparing their meditation right the way around the group. This is nothing to do with spirit. But even, even encouraging you to let go of the word called spirituality, for it is becoming a gravy train in the eyes of many. Again, not to negate the what and the tarot and the astrology, and I know as I asked JC, did you ever swing a pendulum? He said, no, dear Hammond. <laughs> and I am absolutely convinced that Buddha never even knew what a tarot was. Bear in mind, these are some of the offshoots of ancient sciences, the sciences that were absolutely magnificent at the time of very high evolutions of humanity.
because there have been civilizations where certainly Atlantis was the highest form of civilization that man had reached and then fell. Because what happened was it was not the power of love that took over. It was the power of the ego and the control that took over. Man was not quite ready to take this next step. So there is no judgment here. There never will be. But you, beloved, you are here. You are the masters starting to walk on this planet of master. Beloved of my heart, I am talking about unconditional love. That is the only master. When I talk about the office of the Christ, I include the Buddha and the Krishna. But the office of the Christ has no organization, no intellectual paradigm of any sort, no labels, no forms. For the Christ is within each and every one of you. It is the beloved within that is awakening. And that will be steered on every level. It is not about what you do. Let that go. Let go of comparing because somebody sees an aura and you don't. Who cares? So what? You've probably done it in your collective soul and been there, done that, worn the t-shirt as I constantly say to everybody. What we are saying to you, to be joyous for everybody who's experienced whatever level they are, no more, no less. But for you, dear ones, and this is why you are here today, for when you come to Francis, I will be very specific, for Francis is also the office of the Christ. It is not about an individual, dear one. Let go of seeing anybody on a pedestal or an individual situation. There is only one being in billions of facets. Love, the Son, the Christ, the Buddha, the Krishna consciousness itself. What we are saying to you, is when you come to Francis and you are ready to look at this door, it is the I Am Presence or the Christ Consciousness coming through. What we are saying to you is it is that realization where it may appear that you think you are jumping off a cliff and you are not, even though they do not tell you they have hundreds of parachutes. We're asking you now to trust. For in coming here, we are saying you have been down all the avenues how many more books must be read? How many more workshops? Not to negate the camaraderie. If you feel that you are going to some group situation for camaraderie to support, and maybe you're going to connect if your high levels of telling you, not because you think you should go because somebody else went. Only work with your feeling. We're saying so strongly, masters, listen to the word masters. For you are the disciples of your own now taking off. We're saying there's no more external. Yes. There are many great dear ones here who are assisting on many levels. And everyone is to be honored to love and to be loved. But of course, the office of the Christ, as we will say, the Buddha and the Krishna, is an intangible. It is beyond time and space. It is the continuum of love consciousness on many realms of expanded levels. The open-ended universes of creation. Call it in, beloved. For it will stay you. It knows. Your monads know and every single, all these brotherhoods know exactly each and every one of you who you are. Your uniqueness. Don't assume that if you have a gift or you don't have a gift, there is something wrong. Don't assume if you're releasing some pain that it is karma. Rubbish! Karma only applies in historical concepts, beloved of my heart. And you are post-historic. Again, not to negate the necessities at times of programs to try and steer the souls in physical 
or the Adamic species, as we would say. Man to become God-man or human being. Ye are gods, not mythological, not outside of yourselves, but the divinity of incarnate in this microcosmic consciousness, in this beautiful facet here. Call in the beloved. It is very open, beloved. Ask, and you will receive. For we are the beloved I am present. We are the love of you on many, many levels, beloved. We are your outpouring of Holy Spirit of the Divine Shekinah. We are your mother. We are your lover, your brother, your sister. We are everything within you, beloved. We are your many species on many other levels. We are the beloved of all that is within each and every one of you. Joshua kept calling in his I am presence. He said to me, beloved, do it. I have never stopped, for there is only I and my father, the beloved himself here. It is no longer about the me, and this is what I want to bring so strongly to you. It is only the child of the me that says, how am I going to manage the mere that goes into fear about what appears to be challenging you. When people say to me, I have a difficulty, I say, Beloved, what is your challenge? You are your challenge. You've given yourself a wonderful time going down all the mazes, and now you've arrived right at the, the clear path itself. There is only one path home. You can have all the techniques in the world. Again, they're all reminders, they're historical. But we are giving you the greatest gift for you, for you deserve it. You came here to engender it. You slogged it, dear heart. You are the beloved here. Let us now bring it in for you. Surrender and allow. No more dynamic tension. Let go of, again, you've let go so beautifully. If you've been able to let go of your emotional body, all the fear and the baggage and, and the pain and the sorrow, what we may say, the crucifixion. And you've realized that the emotional emotion was historical and past. Then you can bet the mental is the same. If you've been able to let go of the past, then you can certainly let go of the future, for they are one and the same. They are simply, again, time-space programs. You are here now. You are now awakening as the Beloved incarnate here. The Beloved is awakening within you. Spirit is claiming matter, not spirituality. Yes, a concept to search for the Divine within. I'm going to ask you, Beloved Sweetheart, to look in the mirror and see the Beloved in front of you. I'm going to ask you to look in the mirror, Beloved, and acknowledge the Beloved in front of you. For as you start to see the Beloved that you are, to know I am that, you will only ever see it outside of yourself. For nothing outside of yourself exists other than the oneness in its billions of mirror facets, the diamond. And as you shine your refraction, your facet of the diamond, so, of course, the ripple effect and the shine will be so magnificent and so brilliant that there will be a chorus, and there is already a chorus in the heavens, hallelujah, hosanna in the highest.
Kadoish, Kadoish, Kadoish. Adonai Zabayat. Holy, holy, holy. For you see, that is who you are, what you are. That is what the great Elohim, the great archangelic realms were given as a great blueprint from the beginning by the all that is. To bring into manifestation this great, great Adamic species. To raise it in consciousness. It has been a long journey in Osri. But the son is coming home to the father. You, the light, the son, the daughter, the father, mother, the oneness of all that is. You are the micro and the macro. So you bet I'm going to tell you to call in your macrocosmic realms. They have been waiting for you. Something comes up for you. Anything that the pit sees as a challenge. First of all, the first thing I will say, if something acts as a catalyst for you, bear in mind that you are still releasing, you have agreed to be the collective, the critical mass of the ascended brotherhood coming through. You have agreed to incarnate the Christ, the Buddha, the Krishna here. You have prepared the way for this to take place. We're saying if anything acts as a catalyst, even now, instead of saying, what was that for? Look at it and say, ah, thank you, for until I would not have known it was still stored within me. So it is to thank any dear one that acts as an exterior catalyst. Not to worry of how it took place and how you brought it into being in order to allow this to take place. By letting it go with love and thanking in your heart that the fact that you may have felt some pain, some hurt, some anger, some anguish, some bemusement, some bewilderment, again, it is just energy brought to the surface. It's energy in motion. Another thing to also say to you, there are four, four great laws that I feel says it all about what is taking place with all of you now. See no evil. Speak no evil. Hear no evil. Think no evil. Now even that word evil, again, is just the veil of illusion. Reverse it. It's the veil, the not knowing, and the perceptual separation that took place. So even in using that word, it is not what we call a religious concept that I am coming from, not a dogmatic concept, which has created, again, in some of the religious concepts, so much fear and engendered in uh, this process of sin and everything. How can God be how can the beloved, that is the greatest arrogance to even perpetrate against God itself, you, on another level. Again, that is the separate ego that is so arrogant to assume that. You have never failed. It is arrogance to assume that you could. For you are the beloved, you are love here. Will you please call in the I Am Presence to assist you on all levels, financially as well, dear one? What is happening for many? They are getting, again, fearful on the finances. And I'm saying, Beloved, that is going to be your test. You either believe in the Beloved or you don't. You cannot be half pregnant, and may I say you're highly pregnant, dear heart. And don't throw out the baby with the bathwater either, dear one. What we are saying to you is, again, this word compassion. It's so important now that you understand what you are truly engendering here. Compassion sits in the heart. It's the love. It's the love whereby as you become the companion of passion, what takes place? As you 
have compassion for what you have been releasing and letting go of, for what you thought about others, for what you felt at the time, and you've understood, as the great master said, Father, forgive them, for they know not who they were, not what they did, who they were. Then, of course, you will have compassion for you knowing at the time, no matter what took place in your life, who you were. And then you started to awaken. And yes, you gave yourselves a few knocks on the heads and you had a few little shifts from us from other levels. And of course, you were not too amused. But again, we said to you, we will be with you. We will assist you all we can to try and awaken you. But you are very awake now. You are very, very awake. So we're saying to you that you can call it in and be given the assistance. For you see, it's no longer about what about my body. Where am I going to sleep? Again, when you serve the Father, you see, this is what we're trying to say to you. So two lower chakras, I'm going to be very specific about this, must be translated to go to the eighth and ninth chakra. It is vital. Most of humanity is still caught up in their procreative consciousness. Now, I am not talking in Francis does not have a hang-up about sex, I can assure you. What we are saying to you is that when you're so busy, caught up with a carnal lower self, how can the higher self get a word in? This is what we're trying to say. This is the reason why over the many years, uh, of the last 2,000 years, there were ashrams and there were masters, many set up to try and get some discipline, to try and get humanity to rise, those who are ready to rise above their gratification, their carnal levels, which are based on animal consciousness. Not to be negated, for this is a physical species. But you are moving in to the expanded level. You are moving into the divine love now. The divinity wants to divinitize you. And if you're so busy caught up with your body vehicles, it is very difficult for the divinity to come through. This is what we're saying to you. Your body vehicles are shut down through your mind. I can't, I should, I think I ought. How am I going to do projection from the future? The gratification, I need somebody to get love and approval outside myself to feel love. You must be past this by now, many of you. You've gone through those worlds. Not to say, again, some of you are walking it side by side beautifully in partnership and you will present the divine harmonic between you. But you will be completely oneness within yourself. And Eve will be oneness within herself. Not I need Adam to feel my Adam within. This is what we're saying to you. But because we are very aware of the quickening on earth here, and many of you are feeling it, we're saying very, very clearly, please, please, we know where each and every one of you is. We know your fears. We understand. We have compassion for it. But we're not going to let you off the hook. Only you can take, only you can be birthed. Only you can be divinitized. We will, again, we will give it to you. We will assist you all the way. But we're saying, move the mountain out of the road called your mind. The mind that goes into the fear about the money. When you let go, you're out of time and into flow. When you flow, it will all flow for you. We promise this dear one sitting in front of you knows very well about the flow. It was a very dramatic exit that she was asked to take. 24 hours. One change of clothes and just a passport. To surrender to love, not to lack, as was the statement made to me. Do you see what I'm saying here? You either want to serve the divine. I'm not saying you negate and deny your family. You understand your family. 
when J.C. said, leave your families, it wasn't to deny them, it was to let go of your, to perceive the emotions in your families, your perceptions, biological perceptions, in the physical that are so strong. You've come to play a part, you've come to master this third dimension, beloved. And this is why we're urging you so strongly now. For the eighth and the ninth chakra to take off, which is, again, your multidimensional overselves wanting to fully integrate. We're saying, let's have a, uh, maybe a little more ush. A bit more ush. What we're saying here is when you serve with love, you don't care about wh how you are. You're not going to lose your body, dear heart. It created that fear, created death. You created your own death syndromes on this earthly planet in fear about body consciousness because of the separated ego going into survival of the fittest or the ego itself. Again, it must be honored. Everything must be honored. Us, birth, you, anything you have, hand it to us. Any challenge, say, beloved, a bell, beloved, please take command here. And you will find intuitively that energy coming through and you will suddenly get all sorts of things taking place. I'm not going to tell you you can have your own journey. Because you're unique. Nobody can have anybody else's journey to try again, let go of that, that divisive comparison, even on spiritual levels. Don't let spirituality uh, creep through, or snobbery of spirituality keep through the door. Don't allow it to take off about because somebody's a veggie. Let this go. It was very important at the time. It was a try and what we call get the energy shifted, but now it is not important anymore. Other than to be in the now. Now is where you are, beloved. Stay in the now and call it in, as J.C. said, like it's going out of style. Beloved, I am present. Take full command of every particle of my being, my mind, my world, my feelings, and my body. Because that's when the downlight, the outpouring of the consciousness of the divine Shekinah, the Christ consciousness, it all comes in to assist you on every level. The Buddha nature takes off, the whole lot takes off. Everything integrates. You're starting to experience it so beautifully. Don't try doing it on your own. Don't. Because you're, as I said, in between two worlds at the moment. Honor what is taking place, but don't buy into it. Let go of the latest thing that's going on with Hoosier or Flugies or, or whatever. Don't buy into it, beloved. Don't be in fear of it, but don't buy it. It's for you to be able to walk through the dark and not be affected by it, but at the same time embrace it. How do you think you're going to transmute your duality? It is to embrace every duality or dark side of yourself and love it unconditionally and bring it into the light of your heart and say, Beloved, take command here. I'm feeling some anger about something. Take command. I consume, dissolve, and purify. Pull in the violet fire. Let's keep Jermaine busier. The beloved, again, seventh Christ, great Christ coming in, the great Germain, and you bet this great consciousness through this beautiful facet of Germain as one of the facets that has been given the overall uh, chohanship, as we will say. It's simply, again, this is a purification fire. But again, don't get too caught up with the ascended masters. We are saying go direct to the I am presence. We are part of it. So try not to have what we call a let go of any feeling of idolatry. Do you see what we're saying? We'd rather you tear up all the photographs. You know, again, go direct to the chairman. 
and the chair monitor is I am that beloved I am present direct for your monitors know exactly what is required and how they can further assist you and it's through the downpouring of the beyond the over cells and beyond this is the open-ended which was never ever and I will say this very clearly the first to admit from the what we call ascended brotherhood again don't get caught up with hierarchical structure here these are simply souls that undertook journeys on physical realms, including Earth, that awoke to love. That is all, just as you and each and every one of you doing. Went through exactly the same process. As Jermaine said, I had so many incarnations, it wasn't funny. He finally woke up, he said. Mind you, as I said to him, you loved playing with alchemy. Then. <laughs> Let go of your fear of the future. Stay in the now. Call in the beloved. Whether you call it the beloved, whether you call it... Guys, we don't care. We do not care what you call it. Again, they're just labels because of how Earth is in its, what we call, verbal or matter planes of consciousness. It is inadequate for us to say how we feel about you. For you see, words cannot. Words are symbols. And of course, the symbology of Earth at times is very restrictive and very limited. But we are saying to you, let us birth you. The surrender and allowing is to let go of the dynamic tensions, the fears. Hand it to us constantly. Anything that doesn't feel comfortable, beloved, pull in the violet fire to consume, dissolve and purify it. You've been given the grace. We're reliant on you, all of you, for the whole of humanity. You are the whole of humanity. It is through you that this sweet, sweet species can move through. Don't decide who is going to be there. It's by their fruit shall you know them. It's the love coming from the heart, not about what they can talk about. Not how brilliant they are. It's about love that radiates in each and every part of their being. That looks at the brother and smiles even as they go through a supermarket. That doesn't need to convert or to tell anybody they're wrong or they're right. But that honors, loves and trusts who they are. For they know the beloved outside of themselves as well. Beloved, I am presence, take command of every particle of my being. Call it in, beloved. Make it yourself talk. Make it yourself talk. Because we are working as we have been sitting here, as you have been sitting here. We have been working with your heart and your throat chakras. This is the fifth, the throat chakra. That resonant, that yearning, that love of the sun that says, Father, Father, take command. For the Lord God of my being knows that I am a manifestation of which you are. Use me, beloved, that I will manifest that which you have sent me to do. This is the sun, you, in every facet of your being, calling. This is no longer about the self. This is the compassion, the true companion of passion. That's the passion, the true love, the true troubadour that goes out, not in denial, not in poverty consciousness. No, you're abundant. Love is abundant. No one needs to go through the sackcloth and ashes anymore. We've done it. It's to be honored. It was the journey. And the journey has been the most precious part. A part of that journey, even in this incarnation and for our dear brothers from their many journeys over many, many millennia. But you are the journeyer of love. You are the firebrand of love. The fire of love. From the heart. Transcendent itself. 
The beloved is awake, one of you. The spouse is waiting to claim the bridegroom, the bride. The Christ, the Buddha, the Krishna is birthing within you. It doesn't have to be a hard labor, beloved. Let us be your midwives. We are your ascended, your I am presence, your electronic light rounds from whence we sent you on the journey for this great, great manifestation here. To have the compassion of what you are letting go of and have been letting go of. To be able to have the compassion outside, not pity, the understanding of the illusion. You are the physical, the word made manifest. The word was flesh. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word is God you are in the process of divinitizing matter beloved you came on a journey you are now awakening in the physical welcome home beloved of my heart for that is where you are in the heart of unconditional love call in the beloved that knows you so well from many levels. Let it take command. Give it. Surrender. You are not losing anything. The birth is very beautiful. I thank you, my beloved brothers, for coming to be here this afternoon, for your commitment and your dedication for everything that you, uniquely and individually, and in unity and diversity, have been engendering and allowing. We love you. We honor you. We adore you. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God of hosts that are with you right now. Nurturing you, loving you, embracing you. Take it, beloved, it's yours. <laughs>